What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not the damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. So 196, yeah. Six. Yeah, we're getting it in, getting it in. Ooh. Freaking March. Wow. It's March, kid. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Mm. Two months already down in 2021. But why did 2020 take like five years to go by? I feel like because 2020 was fucking trash. This <laughs> and now 2021, I'm like, okay, where you know, like, I was like, yeah, 2021, I'm gonna start this plan, I'm gonna start this challenge, I'm gonna start this goal, and then I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like it's already March and I haven't started yet. Mm-hmm. Like, eesh. <laughs> I haven't even hit the gym yet. That I was supposed to get in shape. Yeah, that was supposed to be my thing because. I was like, for my birthday, because I have a milestone birthday in June, I was like, I wanted to be snatched for my birthday. And I was like, yeah. So now I'm like, okay, March. I'm like, theoretically, I can do a 90-day workout and get snatched in these 90 days. So 90 I still next, baby. Oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. Days. Shout out Sean T, goddammit. I'm a little scared of that, even though I do got the beach body on my TV. Like, I bought it last year, and then I've I... have had Insanity for, like, five years. I still haven't gotten through that shit. I've had Beachbody uh, all access since May. Like the first year. workouts, and then that was it. So I did two <laughs> days of the 60 days, basically. You were like... <laughs> <laughs> this Negro was crazy. <laughs> yeah, because he... And the funny thing about him is, is that the whole time, like, he's talking... He's smiling like he doesn't miss a beat. He's like, yeah, and keep on, guys. You got it. You got. It. He's just like going, just nonstop. That was the Tanya psycho ass. <laughs> yeah, Tanya be going too. <laughs> the little Asian chick that be yeah, she be <laughs> she be going too. <laughs> he be going the whole time because Sean T he be talking, so he like might stop a little bit to like explain it. Yeah, to explain, like he'll pause for like background one. Background going the whole fucking time, the whole hour, however long it is. She's <laughs> like, <laughs> and she then she stays smiling. He'll stop from time to time, explain. Okay, see, you no, know, this works on this part, and you get these right. Like he'll stop to like explain this shit. Her ass don't like. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so for motivation, because like I said, it is March. I am going to get on my get on my workout plan because, like I said, June is going to be here fast. And <laughs> got to get back into my yoga. I like. I miss yeah. yeah, yeah. I missed doing the yoga too. Yoga was hard nice. to um simulate the hot yoga. I guess yeah. I could turn the, the heat all turn all the, the turn the heat up as high as it would go, but it's hard to simulate that at home. Because it is a lot of um, virtual yoga classes, but like, how do you simulate the hot yoga? You can do yeah. the moves, but like that, um, that hot yoga is when you really feel that burn and shit. Yeah, like, the burn, yeah. I prefer hot yoga to um, regular yoga. The yeah. hot yoga is when I really like. Okay, well, I feel like I put in a workout now. Yeah, hot yoga does it does work you out. I haven't done hot yoga in over a year because of fucking COVID. COVID, right. Some of the work that Xavier still does his classes online, but it's hard to simulate that hot yoga. Like yeah, that. Like we want the heat. Yeah, it's hard to simulate. I guess like so I can turn all the heat up in my house. Okay, <laughs> 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 it's about ninety now here at the thermostat. Yeah, like, it's good, try to make it work. <laughs> try to simulate the hot yoga. <laughs> yeah, but in the summer you just do the shit outside, and there's your hot yoga. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can't go outside. Outside is open. <laughs> outside. What's <laughs> Lori like? But I'm going outside. They was outside though yesterday uh, when I was Corey out driving. That wasn't funny. She was outside like she was doing wag wagging her finger. That would have been funny. No, but they were walking the lakefront. People, I saw them riding their bikes. I saw people walking I their people dogs. I was out yesterday. Yeah. So it was nice seeing that. It was just good to see people out. And people were being responsible. People were being smart. They had on their masks. They were socially distancing. It wasn't like gobs and gobs of people like grouped together. It's like people were just That's because it was still fucking February. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so people that just wanted to be out, but it still was pretty um pretty sparse out there. You had people that yeah. that okay, it's 50. Let me get out and get a little bit of air. Yeah. On the ground too, so that's why it wasn't a lot of people. Like I saw that. somebody running. They was putting in work today. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, Tanya from the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they all had their shorts. They looked like they had the Jackie Moon shorts. Like that, they had the little shorts on. Like that. <laughs> getting it in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, y'all get it in. So we're talking about um our lawmakers here in Illinois. <laughs> I mentioned Lori Lightfoot. I talk about um, Representative Maurice Evans. This is um kind of ridiculous right here, but I'm gonna get you. Up. <laughs> I just passed his office literally because his office is on Stony Island, so I know okay. exactly who this dude is. It's like he okay. made no news and shit. Yeah. Oh Lord. Was, what, what we done did? <laughs> he's trying to ban the sale of violent video games like Grand Theft Auto to prevent carjackings in the state. When I saw that headline, I'm like, "What fucking year is it?" Like. I remember back when GTA 3 came out in like 2001, they tried to ban the game. <laughs> He's still trying to blame carjackings on this game that's been here. It's like, it's kids who weren't even, kids who are like in college now that weren't even born when GTA 3 came out. So it's all these games have been out forever and shit. Right, for at least 20, 25 years, these games. The last one, GTA 5, came out over like a like damn near a decade. I think 2013 was like, so it's not really a current issue. Like, I'm sure these kids carjacking now didn't play Grand Theft fucking right, That has nothing to do with Grand Theft yeah, We should steal a car. Yeah, I'm sure it had nothing Where's to do with the correlation between the two? That's like my question. Where's the correlation? But when I saw that, and I said, um, I probably, I said, his name sounds familiar. And then when I happened to, I, lo and behold, I passed right by his office. Yeah, I heard y'all still, you're like, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's him. Guy. Yeah. That's, I know that's exactly him. Like, that's him. We don't talk about him on the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to try to get him on. I want to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah, GTA 5 came. GTA, GTA 3 came out in like 2001. <laughs> I was in college when that came out. I, I was in that young demographic back then. When we were in that young demographic. Yeah, because I remember I was in college. And I remember like uh, they did a story on 2020 about that. They was like, yeah, should we ban the game right? because of this? <laughs> and I was like, because I was like 20 back then. So I was like, yeah. yeah. When we, like we were the we were the young we were the uh, young um, whippersnappers. Um, whippersnappers. violent video games like that was twenty years ago. <laughs> so I was looking. I was like, "What year is it?" Like we still we still on that. <laughs> I'm not gonna let y'all um, disparage the good names of CJ, of Nico, <laughs> of Claude. Of Tommy, you don't know any of those guys. I know CJ because, like, when we lived together, you would play Grand Theft Auto. Then... San Andreas. Those are the fucking um, but those are the protagonists yeah. from the GTAs that I played. Yeah, because um, CJ was um San Andreas. 
Nico's GTA 4. GTA 3 is Claude. Um, then Vice City, you had Tommy. Like, those are your main protagonists. The GTA 5 ones I'm not as familiar with because I kind of fell out of it by then. Right. Mm-hmm. The ones, um, I guess I know the ones from the 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 PS2 slash uh, 360 era PS3. That yeah. Is. The PS4 slash um Xbox um One. I don't. Yeah, I I, yeah. I stopped playing by then. Like I wasn't in. Right, because it's kind of like uh. Okay. I the GTA by then. I'm a grown ass man. I was in. I hell. think it's a dead issue because it's like, like, okay. You need to get to the bottom of why these carjackings are really happening. It got nothing to do with a fucking video game. That came I think why they're happening is because <laughs> the structure is just not there. Like I mean. A lot of us have gone through, like, we've all gone through a lot with this pandemic. This pandemic has fucked everybody up. Because a lot of things it's going on in the world. Look at the world. It's like um, financially people are hurting. Like I said, pandemic going on. People still ain't got that stimulus they waiting on and shit. And then mentally, like, you, you can't go out. You don't have, like, the stuff that you used to be able to normally do, like, like just going to the mall and, like, meeting with your friends. You can't do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, like, normal stuff. <laughs> The kids still hang out at malls. I don't know, but that's what we did. <laughs> wow. I'm showing my age now. <laughs> that's what I did, you know. But I'm showing my age. was the lick back in the day. <laughs> or, okay, I'll go ahead. Like, maybe the, the kids do this, like, going to, like, the, um, like, going to, like, Dave and Buster's, things like that. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, Pass, like, around. the, the little places like that. Yeah, yeah what's the one? Golf, um, like, on the, the kids. Go Bananas. Like, those places like that that have, like, the indoor... Amusement. Um, like, yeah, play basketball. Like, they snatched all the hoops down in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They would go out and hoop and shit, like that kind of shit. Right. So, it's just like your normal activities have been disrupted. And right now, this is our new normal. So, mentally, it's having a, more of an effect than what we thought, I think. And the whole, um, all the shit that went down last summer with all of the, um, the, the protests and, and the all protests, that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, all of that combined put us where we are now. That people and then the children not being and shit, it's like children it's, not being able to go into school in person. Big one. Yeah, like school. Children like, there we go. Yeah, fuck the malls and all that shit. You can't even hang out with your friends at school. At school. Because like a lot, that's the one thing. Yeah, well, again, I don't, I'm not big on people like that. But that's one thing about with um, back to school. A lot of kids, sure, um, well, you like school because you're a straight A student. But a lot of kids is like, oh, I don't really like school. But like, I'm ready to go back. So I want to see your friends. And shit. We'll see your like, friends, yeah. After like being out all summer, like you, oh, you want to, hey, you want to see your friends, like the ones that don't live in your neighborhood that you would only right. see in school. So like, mm-hmm. so you don't get to see your friends anymore. You know, now. you have you have lunch time, you have recess, um, before if, school, after school, you that. have after school activities because some schools just are hanging out. Like sometimes, yeah, after yeah. school, you might just be hanging out in front of the school. Like sometimes, you just do that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, just that type of stuff, like the children not being able to attend school in person and like the plan still is like not ready for high school because right now, because we're going into March, um, CPS one year of the bullshit, basically. CPS is supposed to open back up um, with hybrid learning, I think, not tomorrow, but next week. Yeah, next week. I think it's, it's supposed to have open. opened a month ago, but then the fucking, um, the, the teachers union fucked that up. Yeah, the teachers union said nah, because like, they wanted a better plan because they're like, we're not on the vaccination schedule. They wanted an actual better plan about... R.I.P. Karen Lewis and shit. Yeah. So, they wanted a better plan. I get that, because I mean, if you're in going in person, you're putting your life out there. You're putting yourself in, in harm's way. on the list for, um, 
on the vaccination list. I don't know if they were at the time. They might. Yeah, be. they weren't. So they are now because like they worked it out and everything. And then um, it's. I think I said I think it's supposed to open March eighth for kindergarten um, to eighth grade um, hybrid learning. So they have two days on, two days off, and one day where everybody's remote or something like that. And then um, I saw they're doing it in Rockford already. So I guess Chicago. Yeah. And then they said Chicago, not, uh, Chicago. They said that high schools are not going to open up because like, I guess, because you think about like most high schools are like really big. So it's like, how do you do a hybrid learning? And uh, you see what I mean? It's like high schools are larger usually. So it's like, how do you. Seems like it will be easier, though, because if it's bigger, there's more space to social distance. Yeah. But more students, like, so, like, your classes, like, because classes are already overpopulated. Imagine so, if you were a senior now. Your senior year was trash and shit. Yeah, that would just be March awful. already is, like, yeah, I'd be mad than a motherfucker about the senior. This is, your whole senior year basically got fucked up and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't have a senior year in the high school. senior year got canceled, basically. Canceled. Okay. Yeah. Right hey, like, like, what you going to get done in, like, two months is, like, yeah, like, you're not going to be able to enjoy, like, the, um, like you know, like the the experience of being yeah, the big team. yeah because like we had like that, yeah. we had like, the senior fashion show we had um you know prom we had yeah, the senior lunch that shit. <laughs> yeah the, the luncheon you know we had <laughs> we're gonna talk about that fashion show right now fuck that put that on hold who's the two negroes that came on stage to JT money and shit um <laughs> who that who that who and they like that was their word and every nigga in your class ran on stage <laughs> that one is like a... <laughs> That, that was Ed and Julius. <laughs> that fashion show was lit. <laughs> yeah, we telling personal stories now. <laughs> I, didn't, I should tag them. I'm going to find them. <laughs> yeah, that's Ed and Julius. <laughs> yeah, you, matter of fact, you give me that. I'm tagging them. <laughs> I said they were like our uh, school's red and method, man. That's who they were. They were like red and bad. That's who they were. <laughs> Whatever they were, they took over that fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but you missed those. How do you remember that? I remember nothing else about that fashion. I don't even remember, I don't remember what you did. <laughs> not I probably danced. Did, not probably made some music for you. Like, you did. I danced. Obviously, <laughs> I danced. Me and Carissa. I'm sure I did the mix for you. I don't even, yeah, me and Carissa I don't even remember did. that shit. But Carissa and I, I did a duo. Remember that JT Money shit with those two clowns. Though. Carissa and I did a duo because I did jazz and then Carissa did a tap dance and then we fused our jazz and tap together. Okay. That's what we did. And you made you did do the music for us. You made the music for us. All right. But you don't remember. <laughs> You and her should have just ran out on stage with JT Money. I don't remember. Naima and them killed it. (laughs) You see what I deal with. Y'all see what I deal with. (laughs) Oh, classic, man. You know that was epic. But it is just like the whole. You remember their name, so you definitely, it was definitely epic. (laughs) The whole thing, though, just about everything that's just been going on is like. I, I keep on saying, I think mentally everybody needs to have some sort of therapy. Like once we do return back to normal, I think that everybody needs to have, like we need to have some sort of like town hall. We need to have some sort of like where we just get stuff off our chest. We need that because right. this last year has been, like you said, it's been trash for everybody. <laughs> this last year has been awful for us. You know, it's just like mentally what it's doing to you. Like, 
you know, like I so said, like, like I have like two kids. So Ariana is old enough where she can remember like, well, before COVID, I could do, I could see my friends. Khalil, he has no recollection of that because this is just his normal. This is life now. This is just his normal. He's like, okay, we don't see people. We don't go outside. <laughs> okay. You gotta this wear like, mask wait. in public. I don't even feel like reaching for that mask right now. You gotta wear masks everywhere. You like, wear masks everywhere. But Ari remembers, like, yeah, well, you know, I used to be able to go in here and do this and do that. And like, Ari remembers, like, being able to do stuff. But he doesn't. So, mm. I mean, I'm just hoping for some sort of resolution. We need a resolution. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Yeah, we do. Because this is, this is just hot trash, everything that's been going on. Well, here's something to lighten up the mood for you. Yes. Uh-oh. That Popeyes had a monopoly on the chicken sandwich. If you thought those chicken sandwich wars were over, no, no, no. Taco Bell said, here, hold my beer. <laughs> the chicken sandwich wars are back on, baby. I'm going to read this description. Yeah. Buy a chicken sandwich at Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new crispy chicken sandwich, Taco, will make its debut on March 11th. The participating locations, all right, mark it down if you're in these locations, Nashville, Tennessee, in Charlotte, North Carolina. So all my people in Charlotte and in Nashville, there it is. So let's say, so Grizzlies, well, Great Memphis, but close enough, Grizzlies fans and Hornets fans. Yeah. If you, you make a drive for that chicken sandwich if you're in um, Memphis, you'll drive to Nashville for it, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> the the sandwich taco, I'm going to read like here. Here's the details for all my people that are interested in, in Memphis and in, uh, not Memphis. <laughs> yeah, Memphis, they're going to drive in Nashville <laughs> and Charlotte. Memphis, Nashville, and Charlotte, y'all going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I just put I just made Memphis part of the shit. The taco sandwich features an all crispy, a crispy all white meat chicken that is marinated in jalapeno buttermilk and seasoned with a Mexican spice blend. All of it is rolled into a tortilla chip coating and placed between a puffy bread. The sandwich taco is topped off with Taco Bell's zesty signature chipotle sauce. The sandwich taco comes in a spicy form that includes chunky jalapeno slices. There it is, baby. $2.49 will be the retail price, by the way, for it. March 11th in Nashville and in Charlotte. I said Memphis almost again. <laughs> My thing is, why? why okay. That Popeye's I, chicken sandwich got the whole world bugging. Like, Taco Bell. It's like when Burger King started making tacos. Like, why is Burger King making tacos? Did McDonald's have pizza at one point? Did I imagine that? Probably, I don't remember, but probably. Right. Somebody refresh my memory. It seems like that happened. It might, I might have just made that up. I'm <laughs> like it happened. <laughs> Matter of fact, we are, <laughs> I'm gonna look that up while you're talking about this thing. I have to know if McDonald's ever just stick with what you know, basically. So they're gonna have this chicken sandwich taco thing at Taco Bell, and I saw Arby's commercial already. Like they have their chicken sandwich. Hey, Arby's. hey! Yeah. Pizza happened at uh, McDonald's. It did. It happened. I didn't imagine that shit. McPizza, get the fuck out of here. McPizza. <laughs> There's only about three locations. We gonna find those locations. McPizza. <laughs> yeah. Who's getting pizza? Ohio, one in West Virginia. Okay. Florida, of course, Florida would have one and shit. Yeah, <laughs> of course, because of course, because hashtag Florida, of course they would. McDonald's had a pizza. I thought I made that up. That shit happened. 
Look at this shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm pulling up the fucking image of the shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> McDonald's pizza. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's crazy. <laughs> they had a fucking box. <laughs> so who's getting... Uh, the box. <laughs> that like a frozen pizza. Order a pizza at McDonald's. And like, right no, now. no. <laughs> Order a pizza at McDonald's. Like who? So who's gonna like if you are in Nashville or was it Charlotte? Charlotte and Nashville. We have listeners Taco in Nashville. Charlotte. <laughs> Please let us know if you do try this chicken sandwich taco. The eleventh comes let out. Let us know. Give us a review and let us know what you guys think of that. And well, knowing them, if it's a success, they probably they definitely releasing that shit nationwide. If it's a season, those two locations, which I never even tried the Popeyes chicken sandwich, so I know I'm not eating that Taco Bell sandwich. <laughs> that KFC sandwich was like with the Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> and they have the fucking um uh, with the one with the two the, the double down with the beat. Double yeah. down, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, it's so big, we don't even have room for bread. Then how is it a sandwich? A sandwich means that you have two pieces of bread and some sort of protein in the middle. Now, whether it be like if you're if you're a vegetarian, you put like an eggplant or whatever, mushrooms, whatever, that, that is you put the your meat. Is a fillet. That's bread. But some sort of protein in between two slices of bread. That's what a sandwich is. You just don't have two pieces of meat and no bread. That's not a sandwich. That's just meat on meat on meat. That's what that any, is. Any details on the Arby's? On the, it's like you said Arby's. You got any of their details or not? No, it just looked nasty on the commercial. I didn't even like, see who, the commercial. I'm like, who eats at Arby's? I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> 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 know the Arby's was in Lansing and shit. <laughs> see, there was like one guy there. He was like everywhere. He went outside to like clean up and shit. Like it was like literally. He was Haymon. There was like one guy. <laughs> He was working in register. He was cleaning up the parking lot. He was working. It was literally park. just two people. It was the manager and him. That's all it was. It was, it was manager. Manager. I remember that guy. Okay, I guess it was a manager. Because <laughs> the manager was outside putting the letters on the um on the thing. Like he was like hanging. <laughs> the letters. Saying, um, clothes forever and shit. That's what he was. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> the next day after that shit. <laughs> it really did close about a week after that. <laughs> That guy, he was doing the drive-through. He was doing the uh, the grill. He was doing the register. He like went out of the lobby and like put like you know straws in the straw dispenser. I'm like, okay, he just. He said, "Nitik, I love he." <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But no shit, like, no no offense, Arby's. But I'm like, who eats at Arby's? Yeah, like, yeah. We have the meats. Shout out, Ving Rames and shit. <laughs> I'm happy being rains. Black man, get your money. Black man, get your money. Get money. <laughs> I'm still not eating there, but yeah, I'm glad he's getting a check. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, kid? Um, um, well, I uh, I kind of fell off a little bit this month because, like, like I said, everything just went by so fast. You know, usually for like you know our black history month i like to do like my black history movies and i like to do that like rosewood is one i like to watch like i said shout out bing rames i didn't get to watch it this time but a movie that i did watch that was streaming i was like okay let me watch this one i watched do the right thing last night okay 
because I'm like, this is what I'm going to incorporate into my. I watch um, Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Right, I need to watch that too. I need to watch that. I really knew it. I need to watch it. You're still until the 15th. You got time, but I'll yeah, I got time, so I'll watch it. But uh, just rewatching um, uh, Do the Right Thing, it's like, you know, even though this movie came out in 1989, this was like over 30 years ago, but it's still relevant in today's society. It is like just the whole breakdown of just how everything just escalated from the right thing come to life. The the George Floyd. You said what? The George Floyd protests from last summer were basically that movie come to life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like just how everything just escalated from Oh, Sal, you know, bugging out Sal. I want black people on the wall to, yeah, we need to boycott Sal's because, you know, he don't want to put black people on the wall. And then, yeah, he told me to turn down my radio. So, yeah, I'll help you with your boycott. Yeah, I'll join you. Hmm. Then Smiley, yeah, I'll join the boycott too. Smiley come in too. He don't know what's going on. He just joins too. Building down. Smiley just wanted to start a fire. So that was, <laughs> yeah. Smiley was a little bit. <laughs> and then just watching how everything just unfolded and down where like he's counting the register he's talking about yeah um like one of we're gonna rename it sal and sons and mookie you always be part of the family is like and then like the little homies like martin lawrence is one of them say like, hey man let's get another yeah, slide. like we close and Sal will let him in because, like, then, uh, the two sons and Mookie were like, fuck that, we closed. Like, they were like ready to go. Yeah, home. Like, we trying to go. We trying to go home. Sal, Sal, Sal trying to look out for the little homies. He's like, all right, come on, one more slice. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, uh, you know, they were raised on my pizza. I'll let y'all come yeah, in. Because it was hard. You were like, fuck that. Like, we closed, man. Nah, like, we want to go. He had already counted the register yeah. down. Like, yeah, so like they were like closing, mm-hmm. shutting down for the night. Yeah. And then, like, he let them mm-hmm. in. He said, and once the door was open, that's when bugging out and radio come in and um blasting public enemy fight the power and shit. Like, we want some black people on that motherfucking wall. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Slow grabs a baseball bat, smashes radios radio. Well, and first he's, he he hurls a couple of racial epithets first. <laughs> and right. that's when the little homie's like Oh, so we in words. Oh, okay, okay. So we in words now, you know, they was like, oh, okay, I see how you do. Mm-hmm. And then he just snapped because he was like, what are you going to, because like, they were like, what are you going to do in there? And he said, this is what I'm going to do. And he grabs the bat and then he smashes the radio. Mm-hmm. Like everything cooler heads, if cooler heads would have prevailed, everything, none of that would have happened. Like they came in aggressive as hell. They came in aggressive as hell, demanding to put pictures on walls. For, for reasons like I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, like I still like okay. <laughs> like bugging, you can just tell bugging out was just one of those people that was just he was controversial because That's even why is Sister Jade trying to tell us? Like, why you take your like, energy and put it to something positive? Like yeah, yeah she was like you could be a good brother. Like, yeah, yeah, you're a good dude. It's like you worried about yeah. dumb shit. Like like because like his boycott was a joke until radio got involved. We think about because like everybody was clowning him. Like, um, like Robin Harris, and I was like, "Fuck out of here!" Like, yeah, everybody was like clowning him and shit. Robin basically. Harris, shout but, out because uh, he's Chicago. Uh, he had the best. one. he said, "You need to boycott the barber." The, the, the barber the the head. <laughs> he had the three old dudes. It's like Frankie Faison bugging out, and then um, 
the one that um the one that they get the one that Duke gave one good shovel to in Rosewood. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that. <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what he played um Esther Rose's brother, I'm guessing. Esther Rose's brother like, and one Rose good arm. Yeah. like, yeah, we got one good shovel. And like on why Leon Rogers just found that line so hilarious, even though it wasn't supposed to be funny. But I can't unhear it now once Leon made that line into a joke. <laughs> we got one good shovel. <laughs> but um it was those three dudes, yeah. And that they were like, yeah, because you said trying to get people to join this boycott, and everybody was like, hell no. Like hell, like we grew up on little homies, like we grew up on sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Shit. So you couldn't get into a radio, but radio was mad because like he made him turn his music. You know that was his thing, like his music. Mm-hmm. Sal made him turn it off, so the radio was like, "Yeah, I'll be part of it," and that's what. It, and then once let's get back to the yeah, this uh, for thirty years spoilers. So I don't give a shit. We don't spoil it. And yeah. then once he once, once he, he breaks the radio, radio snaps and shit, and um, now he's um he attacks Sal and shit. Yeah. And think and about, about to kill him. He got both hands around his yeah, back. Yeah, and think about radio is a large black man. And he was enraged. Like, even his two sons couldn't pull him off. Like Pino, they were trying, um, they were trying to yeah. Pino and Vito were trying to pull it, and uh, even uh, he like was still just enraged. Like even Mookie was trying to fuse some of the stuff too. With like, but he was trying to keep some of the like he wasn't trying to stir the pot because it was just getting out of control. It was, and then he did and have like both. Now, and now, um, because it's, it's an incident now, the police, like, um, we have been shown throughout the multiple times through the movie, these two, um, sh- shady ass cops. That, yeah, <laughs> now they came by and shit. Yeah, because the fight that initially started inside the restaurant got pushed to the street, and then you know, what, I was wasn't the fight that but then radio was like, fuck that, like, uh, radio just everybody was around, fight like the little boy who, uh, who the mayor saved him getting hit was like, fight. And you know everybody when the fights happen in the neighborhood runs now out. Who's fighting? Problem. So now these who's two fighting? Who's fighting? Lady cops come back and shit, and put radio in the chokehold. Like one of them put him in. And even his partner was like, um, "That's enough. That's enough. enough." Enough. When he once he became unresponsive, just like George Floyd. Like once he because have you seen the whole George Floyd video? He was very animated at the beginning of that video, but right. once he became unresponsive, why do you still got your knee on the back of this man's neck? Yeah. You kept him be on his neck for another what three minutes after he was already unresponsive. Yeah, it was like that and do the right thing. Like they still had him in the chokehold. First radio was like trying to because first they pull him off of Sal, and then like um he's still trying to get back on him. So then the mm-hmm. cop puts him in that chokehold, and then like after a while he just stops like in and his partner's like that's enough. Like let enough. him go. No, fuck that. Yeah, like and you can see his feet, like his feet were like twitching. Ground, yeah, he, you can see his feet were off the because they had him off the ground. Him off the ground, so like that, that uh, all your weight is going around his neck because none of it is on his feet. So like all the weight from the chokehold is around his neck. Okay, because somebody uh, did a pair of video of uh, Eric Garner and uh, yeah, Ray you know, Eric Garner was just like that's um what they had the audio from Do the Right Thing with the video from Eric Garner. I've seen yeah. it. And that was like very chilling because like the parallels in New York, just like do the right thing to Eric. And the parallels were, you know, and and then then, like West drops to the ground and then he's clearly dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, get up, stop faking and all that. And then when they realize like, oh shit. Oh shit. Let's get him out of here. And then they just like threw him in the police car and drove off. Yeah, because once they realized that he was there, like, you're you're not dead. Get up off the ground. Stop faking. Stop faking. And then once they realized that he wasn't faking, then that's when they was like, oh, shit. And then they just got the hell out of Dodge. And then 
Marcus like said, now, now the neighborhood is really like, yeah, like they all throwing, like, yeah, they just killed Radio Raheem. Fuck that. We hate this Like, yeah, so now, like, all the, now, like, yeah, the tensions are high now. They it's all, like all the they, anger is going to sell. It's like, but yeah, Sal, like, he's first and, like, through a different line now, because, like, all the, like, characters they had showed previously in the movie. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, yeah. We're not taking this shit no more, man. We tired of this, like, and just, like, and Sal, Sal, Sal and his sons are the ones standing there now, yeah. And they're like, we didn't kill him. Like, we were out, like, like Sal and his sons, they had nothing to do with that. That was the police. That wasn't Sal and his sons. That was, that's why. I like to break the scene down, like, even further. Like, um, sure, the cops killed Radio, but um, had the cops not showed up, Sal would have been the one to die. Sal would have died. Radio would have killed Sal. Radio would have because he had both hands around yeah, his neck. Yeah. And Pino and um Vito, they couldn't do anything. Yeah, like so. And then even still, when they, when nobody Pino else was gonna come and help, they were just gonna watch, like ooh, fights. So, like they Pino were and fight. Vito were trying to, but then Martin and then were fighting with Pino and Vito because they yeah. were fighting with them. So it's really so it's like Sal. Yeah, he would have died. Yeah. Yeah, he would have died. Somebody was meant to die, whether it was Sal or Radio. Like somebody was gonna die in the streets. And then Marcus said what he thought was so brilliant that by the way that Spike Lee shot that scene, he said that he liked that Spike was the one who kicked off the ride. Like, he took the garbage can, he threw the garbage can to the Not only Mark that, but the way, the way he starts, that. Um, Spike, is, Spike uh, Mookie, I'll say his character, Mookie is standing with um, Sal and his sons. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, like, because like the whole mob is on the other side, so he's standing with them. So it's like he turns, he grabs it, and then he's like, yeah. He goes mm-hmm. from like being with them to like being with the people and shit. Like, yeah, against them, right? So, yeah, because when it's when Kershkeda is like the people, like they like standing around hovering, and they still sell his sons. And Mookie is standing next to them. If you pay attention, right? He's with them, and the scene starts like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. when Sal's like, "Hey, like the police did it. I didn't have anything to do with." I had nothing to do with that, it. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we're tired of this because it's like the police. You know, they just can't get away with just killing us. Like the police, like they just kill us and then that's sitting there. They said sure, somebody I'm, came. The Yusuf Hawkins situation probably happened around that time. They said someone else's name. I can't remember whose name they said, but um, they no, said yeah, another. Yusuf Hawkins is what Jungle Fever was based was on. Was Vincent Hurst, yeah, the one who yeah. like, that happened with. Yeah. Well, um, that might happen around that same time. I know you because Yusuf Hawkins happened sometime in the late 80s. I don't know what year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, that's where um, the Jungle Fever story came from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so then when Spike took, well, Spike was like Spike, when Mookie took the garbage can and he. can, and now it's, it's on now. <laughs> and then all that, that's all it took. Like, once he broke the window, then everybody that gave free reign, and everybody just started riding. Crashing the place, and then the crazy dude lights the fire. <laughs> and then, um, what a lot of another subtle part that a lot of people didn't see either, like I said, like the riot, it took on the life of his own by then, is, um, where um the mayor actually saves Sal and his sons. It's like yeah. Sal is still being loud, like, hey, that's my place. He's like, no, just while they while they not pay attention, just slide over here and just like, yeah. Yeah, because mayor grabbed them and took them over. The mayor tried to defuse it before all that when the tension was high. It's like, come he's on, everybody everybody just needs to go home. home. Yeah, just go on before you get into before you do something you're gonna regret. Because like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like the voice of reason, like the old man. He was like, come on, everybody. The old drunk that everybody made fun of being the old drunk. Time, yeah, like before you yeah. do something, you're going to regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like before Mookie threw the trash can. This is that part, yeah. Like yeah, after it was like. Before Mookie threw the trash can. He tried mm-hmm. to defuse it. He's like, come on, everybody just mm-hmm. go home. Everybody go home. 
But then they didn't do that, and then they started. Quietly just saw him slip Sal and his sons. Oh, yeah. And he slipped them off to the side. He's like, come on, just. Yeah, the mayor, yeah. Right here, out of sight. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Just stay over here. And then what made that scene just, like, when they, like, it was a lot of good symbolism just right there. That's why I'm like, Spike, like, he he needs to get his flowers. Like, it was a lot of great symbolism. Like, after the. I was going to say, when the firefighters showed to put the fire out. And then they took the fire hose. The holes on the mob, yeah. They started on the mob. And that that's looked like how... That's when uh, Ruby P's character just lost it because she started having flashbacks to the Yeah, city. and that's what I interpreted, too, of mother-sister, why mother-sister started, no, no, why she just started breaking down because I was like, maybe she had a flashback from the 50s or 60s. Pre-civil rights when black people were the boycotts and all the yeah when they were sprayed with hoses and all that stuff were going on in the sixties fifties like she was having flashbacks to that yeah the G though in that scene I like I like the Korean guy trash South story they were gonna come for him and shit he was fighting him off with a fucking broom or something he had a push broom even at a time he had a fucking broom. He said, "I ain't going." <laughs> the first, when it first, when the cops were out there, he was um he was on on the side with the mob. I think yeah. he takes the police car when it's pulling out for radio's body, he like throws something at it. Yeah, I know he does something. So like, yeah, he was mm-hmm. with the people. Like he wasn't like with the police. Yeah, that he did. He yeah, he was with the, the people. Car, something at the car. I know he did something when the car was pulling off. Yeah, he kicked the car. He did. Mm-hmm. And then he even said when they were trying to come after him, he said. We both black. You, me, same. We're black. He's like, they was like, no, we're black. You're not black. He's like, no, we're same. You, me, same. He's like, we're same. Like he was trying to let them know, like, I'm, I'm with y'all. Like I'm with the people. I'm with y'all. They ended like, up not trashing this story. Yeah, because yeah, they was like, he had nothing to do. He literally had nothing to do with it. Like now you're just the trying. Old, to- um, the old homies like kind of like, yeah, I know. Um, Frankie Faison and them kind of talked it down. I was like, yeah, like yeah, Lee, he's he's okay. Like Lee the career. He's okay. Like yeah. the, you know the three, you know the three all day. Yeah, the three old man. Yeah, the, the, the Robin Harris and the other guy. Yeah, the yeah, one. So the three wise men, <laughs> basically. I read the script for "Do the Right Thing" and all of Robin Harris's dialogue was ad lib. Was ad lib? I know because I was saying that to Mark <laughs> when we were watching it. I said, I wonder how much of his dialogue was scripted. I said because I think they just let <laughs> yeah. him go. Because I did this read the Robin Harris when um when I because like as a, as an actor is um it's fun to like break down scripts like when you start off. Mm-hmm. Um, you try to put yourself in the characters. So like, okay, um, what's Moody? What's Mookie's motivation for like doing something like this? Like, you like it's fun to break down scripts. It's, it's right. a thing. I, I don't know if I explained it right, but it's fun to read scripts and break down the characters like that. Mm-hmm. So I did read Do the Right Thing, and I was reading. I noticed like, okay, like all of Robin Harris. It's like, like none of the shit he said in the movie was in the script. Like, better not see you naked on payday. It's nothing. <laughs> That's the script says like the boycott the barber they fuck your head up. It's nothing I said. Nothing sweet in the script. Really, <laughs> sweet dick. Really, all the sweet dick Willie's lines were at lib pretty much. That was Robin Harrison's character. Because was- I was like, was any of his stuff scripted? I said because I don't see any of that stuff being scripted. Everything that he was saying was just was him just jonesing. It was just him just jonesing on people. That's what he did. Like he was a king of jonesing. That's what he oh, did. He jonesing on people. I don't know why that's my favorite line in the whole. <laughs> Where, where your business at? Where you go up in my business? <laughs> Back up. I don't know what I'm about to do, but I'm about to go get him Korean some more of my money. They talked about that in like the um, gentrification title, kind of yeah. sort of that. They talked about how the um the Korean, he said like the store had been boarded up like 10 years or something like that. 
And he comes right. Ain't been off the boat a year yet, and now he got a thriving business. business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robert Harris is like, "Where your business at?" <laughs> it was open. It was boarded for ten years. Why didn't you open the store? He said, "I'm Harris. gone." That's all you do. Is say, "I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone." That's hey, all you do. I'm, you say, gone, I'm gone, gone, people. Go get him Korean Samoa, Mama. It's Miller time. <laughs> like you went to. <laughs> hey, Robin Harris was sweet dick. Really, rest in peace to the legend. That was a funny. And then they alluded to that when the white guy with the Larry Bird uh, fucked up. Like, and I was on the brownstone, yeah, and like no, I'm pretty sure nobody else in the movie like owned their property. He was the only owner. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the white dude, I happen to own this brownstone. Right own this, who told you to buy a brownstone in Bed-Stuy on my side of the block on my street and this and that and fuck up my Air Jordans? This is where Air Jordans was 108 dollars. <laughs> So you can date what year that came out. They were $108 for Hillary. Or it's like very classic shoe, which I call those to this day. I call them those the bugging outs. The bugging outs, yeah. Four is the ones he stepped on, yeah. Like, and that's not the official name. That's just what I call them. So bugging you got outs. the bugging outs on. Like, <laughs> got a pair on. I saw it last year. So I look at you with your bugging outs, okay? <laughs> Why don't you go back to Massachusetts? I was born in Brooklyn. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> The white boys born in Brooklyn, <laughs> and they were ahead of the time in that. This um, because Bed Stuy, it looks nothing like he did in that movie. Now it's like, been totally gentrified. The reason why the Barclays Center and the, and the Nets play in Brooklyn because it's, the whole neighborhood has been gentrified. It don't look like that in Brooklyn no more. The way it looked in that movie, it does not look like that. <laughs> and which McCall they've gentrified? Uh, I saw like on uh, House Hunters when they were like people like the white people moving into Harlem. I'm like. Harlem, yep. I'm like, white people are in Harlem. Yep. And like the property they bought was like $700,000 or $800,000. I'm like, mm-hmm. and it still needed a lot of renovation because it was like an old property and it needed a lot of renovations. So I'm like, hmm. Were furious was talking about that in mm-hmm. Alma and uh, Du Bois in the Hood. One of the oh, best oh, scenes mm-hmm. that's still relevant today, like when he breaks down gentrification. So the billboard is like, what's the, the billboard? billboard. Talking about the message. <laughs> wait, wait, you step in, he fetching. He's like, what, what are y'all doing? Y'all Amos and Angie, like, what's going on? Yeah, read the read the message. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> the message. I mean, like, what does the message say? Cash for your homes. Sell your homes. It's like, yeah. Cash for your home. Residents out, yeah. Like buy the home, buy the property cheap. And then the value goes up, yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw it happen. Uh, what it's happened to all the property? Everything in our neighborhood, black owned with black money. That's the fury. Where Cabrini Green was. How does that area look? Was that Old Town? Old Town. Mm-hmm. How does Old Town look now? That was where Cabrini Green was. Oh, no more. That's why if you watch like Cooley High, it looks nothing like that. Where that nothing like that it. was like over forty years ago, like forty five. I think seventy five when that movie came out. Like forty five mm-hmm. years ago and shit. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, that area looks nothing like that because nothing uh, like it. most of the, almost all of that is gone. It's like so because it is like videos. I don't know if you've seen any on YouTube with like filming locations. It does. I have. Like, I've seen those videos. Now, like, you you can't really do one of those for Cooley High because like almost all that shit is gone. And it's interesting to see that to see like the old footage of like. This is like footage from like 1972. I love old Chicago footage. That's why I like, like uh, I like the Blues Brothers then and now when they show. Like <laughs> that's a cool one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so a lot of those places are still the same. Like shout out um the church that um Hudson. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hudson. Yeah. yeah, 
rest in peace to um, Mr. Hudson and James Brown. So yeah. basically, James Brown played um, Mr. Hudson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to shift gears and talk a little. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. NBA talk. I better get my Black History moment in. I said because I slacked a little bit because it just went by so fast this month. Because you was like, yeah, Black History Month, this and that. And I'm like, Dad, okay, February's over. Wow. Got a shout yeah. out Zach Levine, first time All Star. Yay! Your Chicago Bulls. Well deserved. Could have happened last year while it was in Chicago. I'm just saying, but I better late than never. Well deserved. Yeah, it should have happened a year ago. Zach should have been yeah. on that team in Chicago. I was mad then when he didn't make it. Yeah. Zach was snapping. Zach been snapping. He is. But this year he's taking his game to a whole nother level. N o t h a whole nother level. As I said, another level. <laughs> I'm going to read this. Um, Let's get our All-Stars. We'll pull mm-hmm. them up right here. Yes. And the All-Star game is uh, condensed into one night, March 7th, right, I think? Yep. Ain't no All-Star weekend. It's one yeah. game, yeah. In Atlanta, they yeah, they, they, they canceled the, um, Indianapolis and moved it to Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the mayor is like, she ain't going. She's like, nope, we're not going to have like, like she's like, don't y'all, don't y'all bring your asses down here to Atlanta and try it. I'm gonna go. No, you can't go to the All Star game. No. Like bottoms, yes, she said. No, no, no. no. Oh no, no, no. We go to Atlanta. We going to? No, you're not. Stay where you at. Stop trying to go places. You want to start with the East or the, or you want to save the East today? Like since we talked about that, or you how you want to do? Because I got it in front of me. We can do the West first, and then we can go to the East, my brother to the Take East. Take it to the East, my brother to the East. Okay. Your guards, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, yeah. that's your starters. All right. Forwards, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, no surprise there. Mm-hmm. And your center, the Joker. That's what we got right here. Nice. I agree with all that. Mm-hmm. I agree. And your reserves... AD, who won't be playing because of injury. Because of injury, right. Mm-hmm. We got Paul George. We got Rudy Gobert. Okay. We got Dame Dollar. Yes. We got Donovan Mitchell. So two jazz players. Chris Paul, I'm glad he made it back. Well deserved. Like Chris yeah. Paul playing his ass off in Phoenix. He's a vet and he's like been doing the damn thing. Yeah. First time All Star, Zion Williamson. Yeah. Oh. I like, I like. Oh, okay. And also, um, D Book. He's the injury replacement for Anthony Davis. So, okay. he got snubbed. Like a he lot of people. Back, he did. I'm glad he did get in. Like, um, better, better backdoor than not at all. Like, so I'm glad. Exactly. Because he was like, he got snubbed. He got snubbed. Devin Booker should have been on. Booker is Booker like, yeah, on. he's um, AD yeah. replacement. So, I saw right. Zion. I'm like, okay, Zion is mm-hmm. living up to the hype. Yeah, because he had a lot of hype around him. Coming he in, did. so he's living up to it. He's starting to live up to it. Now let's take mm-hmm. it to the east, my brother to the east. Shout out all my um X Clan fans. They get <laughs> Kevin Durant, who's injured and won't play, by the way, but um he did get voted in. Well, let's um I like starting the guards and then for we I will. Spoiler alert, right there, Kevin. <laughs> guards, Kyrie Irving and Bradley Bill are your guards. Like okay. The four is KD, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nice. The center who's been killing it, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Embiid, I'm, I'm pre- Joel Embiid, he might get the MVP this year. Oh. I'm calling it. Yeah, remember we heard it first. 
Joel Embiid for MVP. That's my pr- prediction, which will be nice. Yeah. The process, baby. <laughs> now let's take it to the bench. We already mentioned the homie Zach Levine, first-time All-Star Bulls. Yes. Got a couple of Celtics who've been killing it, both averaging 25 points a game, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Nice. Jalen Brown's first time Tatum's two-time All-Star. Nice. James Harden. Okay. You forget he's in the East. Yeah, yeah I know because he's been West so long. Like, you just forget. Oh, him and Durant have been West, West their whole careers. It's right. Weird, him on the East it's weird. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Another surprise, first-time All-Star. Who's well-deserved as well, too, because his team has been playing well? Julius Randle. The okay. Knicks are actually a playoff team right okay. now. Yeah. I credit that like a lot to Tom Thibodeau been having that team. Yeah, because Tom Thibodeau, he knows how to rally his guys. I, saw, I was like, really? The Knicks are in the playoffs? I was like, okay, yeah. like on So, yeah, well-deserved. So, Julius Randle makes the He knows how to rally his guys. We've more than enough, you know. Look what he did with the bench mob. He had them playing at high level, the bench mob with the Bulls. <laughs> out of those guys who look like complete trash after they left the Bulls. Right. Like C.J. Watson, Ronnie Brewer, O'Mara. All those guys fell off after they left the Bulls pretty much. Because Tibbs had them playing at that level. Don Lucas the third. <laughs> Don Lucas the third, yeah. They pretty much all fell off after Tibbs. <laughs> Nate Robinson looked like an all-star with the Bulls during that time. Like the Carbonara effect, the uh, the uh, Thibodeau effect. That's what that is, basically. Okay. Let's give the rally, you guys. Let's finish it off. Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Nikola Vucevic. Mm-hmm. And the replacement for the injured Kevin Durant, Domantis Sabonis. Oh, yeah. Sabonis' is, uh, son. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Arvidas Sabonis' son, Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, got to, like I said, some first-timers. Zach Brown. Um, Julius Randle got some nice. first time. Zion out west, like I said, is a first time. Nice. So um, I like I like the um I like what we have so far. Yeah, I do too. I'm digging it. Um, I'm glad um Devin Booker got his um shine on. I'm interested to see like how that's going to play out because like everything is going to be the one night they're going to do um the three point contest the. Dunk right and point dunk in the game as well. Yeah, they probably canceled their rookie game. I'm sure. Yeah, and the skills. And the challenge. skills challenge. It seems like they canceled all of that stuff. Let me read. Um, oh, they not. Let's see what they got. I got it in front of me. I think that's what they're doing. They tip off. They got. They do have the Taco Bell skills challenge. Okay, they got the skills three point con. So they and um, okay. Here's how they doing it. I got it. Yeah. So like um, skills challenge kicks everything off. Then a three point contest. And then you have the game starting, and instead of having a halftime show, the dunk contest is going to be a half. Oh, so they worked that in. Okay, nice. Okay. Because they usually know they have a celebrity, like Jay Cole did it a couple of years ago. They mm-hmm. usually have somebody perform at halftime. Right. So instead of that, just um, which I kind of like that format. Nothing against the celebrities, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, I think that's how they originally did it back in the ABA, the Owen Dr. J. Um, I'm just going my history right now, yeah. But uh, I think they originally did it during the half t- halftime, the original dunk contest way back in the ABA. So I wonder if going forward, like even after COVID, I wonder if like All-Star Weekend is going to be condensed to All-Star Day. Like, would, um, they, would they do that? Hmm. Or would they only make it just two days? Maybe instead two. Instead of a whole Saturday weekend. You know? I like Saturday and Sunday. Because yeah. then you keep this, this song can still be All-Star Sunday. 
And then all the other shit, like the celebrity game and like the rookie game, put that on Saturday and then call mm-hmm. it a day. It's probably yeah. not because they want that money. It's like they, 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 they want, but I kind of like the way they got it set up. Though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of stuff we're seeing that now that we're seeing how you can do workarounds for stuff, I wonder, like we always said jokingly, like now we think that uh, snow days are done. Absolutely. Like you can't, you can't go to school. Mm-hmm. We're going to have remote learning today. <laughs> Log in your computer, remote learning today. You ain't got to go out and, uh, and okay, be cold and put yourself out. Let's do some more NBA talk. Yes. Let's do it. How about the Bulls and um, how well they've been playing lately? Mm-hmm. Mm. They've been looking good. Like I'm looking. Like- currently in the eighth spot, playoff contention. Yay! If they keep on the and- path they are now. The Bulls um can make the playoffs this year. And the thing you know, about the Bulls, no, which nobody saw that coming. People thought it would take at least a year to like figure out, but um, yeah, together. Because they yeah. do have a new coach. They have a new uh, front oh, office. And just so many of these other teams that fucking fell off. Like, um, nobody saw, like, um, like the Pacers fell off. People thought the Hawks would be better because of Trey Young, who didn't make the All-Star team, by the way. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> People thought the Wizards would be better because they got um, Westbrook. Like, there's a lot of teams that are underachieving. So the Bulls, like, slid up the ladder because a lot of underachieving yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. They snuck on in. Also, um, what do we, we read the um, Eastern Conference standings? It's, so, it's like the it's hella surprises in this yeah, one. Yeah, how's the Eastern? So who's one, Philadelphia, Philadelphia or Milwaukee? Killing it, number one. Okay. Number two, right behind them by barely a half a game, the Brooklyn Nets. Of course, they've been on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, okay, the Nets, yeah. yeah. With KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, yeah. they. <laughs> they what about uh, Milwaukee? I know Milwaukee. Third place okay. right behind the Brooklyn Nets. Fourth surprise to me, I didn't see them being the side of Toronto Raptors. Shout out to Rockford's Fred Van Vliet, baby. Who should have been an awesome? Nah, he could. <laughs> I don't know. Who he, he should have been a replacement instead of Sabonis. Because the Raptors do have a better record than the Pacers, I'm just saying. So Fred Van Vliet should have been an all star. <laughs> he got robbed. <laughs> Gotta show love to my Rockford folks. <laughs> and number five, you'll never guess who's number five in the East right now as we speak. I mentioned them already. The New York Knicks. The Knicks. Okay. I was like, my. And Derrick Rose is there too. And Derrick Rose. They traded for Rose. They traded um, Dennis Smith for Derrick Rose. And um, Julius Randle, first time All Star. And Rose knows how to play under Tibbs. He knows how to play under Tibbs. RJ Barrett is getting better. He's he's improved. So um, they're figuring it out. Potential. They're figuring it out. I think they have another rookie. I can't think of his name. What's the young boy they got? I can't think of his name. It's a rookie guard they have. I can't think of his name right now. But they um not looking too bad. Mm-hmm. I could look it up, but I don't feel like it right now. <laughs> Number six, who's been hella underachieving despite having two all-stars, the Celtics. He, oh. No, heat up behind the Celtics, actually. Oh. <laughs> and this, and this you, get, you mentioned, guess how many all-stars did he have? Goose egg. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's been wild this NBA season. So um, Celtics was like um, so yeah, Kimba didn't make it. He been underachieving, yeah. But Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are there, so they six right now. Number seven is Miami Heat. I think Butler missed a lot of time with injury because Butler ordinarily yeah. would be there. You yeah, know? I don't know why Bam didn't make it. I got to check his numbers. Maybe he fell off. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Bam was killing it like previously. I gotta check his numbers. And, then and the Bulls are in that eighth seed right now, tied with the Pacers. But I guess the Bulls have the tiebreaker record right now because they both we'll fifteen, 15 and seventeen. So the playoffs started now. Bulls would be. And then in the Bulls, game, and Bulls would play Philadelphia if the playoffs started right now. And then several of the games that the Bulls did lose, um, they were like they just There's some close games, but they ran out. Good. They ran out of stuff at the end. Basically, is what happened. Like they need to learn how to close these games. That's like their biggest uh, issue. Not when we go to the West, let's, let's talk about this right now. Um, the Bulls should be in win now mode right now. I think. Mm-hmm. They're a different team than they were um, in uh, December. We started December, right, the season? I think the season started in December. It started around Christmas. Yeah, around Christmas. Yeah. Mindset should be different now than it was in December. December mm-hmm. was more like, okay, like we're building for the future. But, um, Let's see what we got. Let's you didn't know Zach Levine was going to average 28 fucking points a game. <laughs> like, uh, like Nobody saw that coming. Like Zach is like on another level with his play. Yeah. Yeah. Zach is legit averaging like 28 points right now. Mm-hmm. So I think um, – you really need to like go in the win now mode. <laughs> like the Bulls even feel build pieces that fit around Zach. Right. Before you looked at Zach as like a complimentary piece. Now you're starting to think, hmm, maybe Zach can be a number one option. That's legitimate. That's a legitimate yeah, argument. Zach is the now. core. He's a core. Like, you may be like, he could be, and he could be the best player on your team. Like that was never been a thing until right now. Cause even me, I said that um, Zach is a good like second option, but the way he's been playing this year, like Zach. He might be a pretty damn good first option for a team, a contender. Mm-hmm. He could be, like, at this point, like, Zach might be a pretty good first option. So I think you should build to, like, build around Zach now. And the vets have been killing it. I think you need to get um another veteran star player. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you got time to wait for, like, Markinen and Wendell Carter to, like. And them vets been killing. Like, that was a, that was a good Jackson look. Nuts, Daddy Nuts, and Temple. That was a good look. Even that was a good look. He hasn't been trashed this year. Yeah, Sarovsky's been good. He's been putting in good uh, minutes. Like he'll get you like um, your 10, 12 a game. You know, he's been giving like good minutes. Like you know, giving quality time. He gets quality minutes whenever he's he. He right now, like um, the second best player in the team is Thaddeus Young. That's that's, that's, a, that's my opinion. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's the second Zach and then Thaddeus. Like Pat Williams, the rookie, you gotta he's gotta give him his time to get his shit together. Yeah, but I mean, I'm impressed by what the rookie has. I like uh, I like the way that he's been playing thus far. Like I think that he has tremendous uh, potential. I like our rookie. Now, though, um, I like I think, our rookie. Um, I say you've accidentally fell into the Zach Levine situation. I think it's on the like you need to like um. If not now, then definitely this summer make some moves to like get pieces that fit with Zach. Like yeah, uh, to like mm-hmm. double down on like um go all in on this um okay yeah zach is a beast now like let's try to win with him and shit yeah like trying to like because like um instead of going because for years like you know the tanking route trying to get that number one pick like no nah, that shit is dead like yeah it is <laughs> tanking is dead it's like yeah and that's the exception to put the together for zach now like it worked for philadelphia but it's not going to work for you <laughs> you know what i mean have <laughs> to take it work for them yeah and um because you didn't do it right like um you could have um you could have got Luka Doncic, you could have got Zion Williamson, but uh, you didn't um your tanking didn't work. You didn't tank hard enough. Like like Sam right. Heaton in Philadelphia went all in with this shit. Mm-hmm. They got to, to the top of the draft. The highest the Bulls got was this past year with Pat Williams. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you were hovering like in the middle of the lottery, like seven. you could have been up here and shit. You though. kept on getting that seven spot, seven, seven, seven. <laughs> it was like seven. the middle of the lottery. Which, seven. 
Steph Curry went seven, but um, so did um. It's like, come on, <laughs> it's yeah. like a lot of players that weren't Steph Curry that went seven. <laughs> he only was seven because like it was a lot of dumbass teams that passed. <laughs> Namely Minnesota, like they had two, Minnesota had two picks, did two first round picks right before that. They had the number five and the six pick, and they needed a point guard. They took Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn. You probably have no idea who Johnny. I don't Flynn. know who that is. Johnny Flynn is the guy. He, he's he'll forever be a trivia question, just like Sam Bowie. Johnny Flynn be the guy that dropped, drafted right ahead of Steph Curry, the number six spot. It's like Sam Bowie's number two right ahead of George. How that work out for the people? How they feel about that they could have had Steph Curry on their team? Minnesota, Minnesota's still trash. You bought, matter of fact, they even more trash than we thought they were. Let's how that work out? Let's go to the Western Conference right now. Okay, how the West look? They even more trash than originally thought. Number one is the Lakers. Mm, Utah Jazz, man. Oh, okay. Twenty-seven and seven. They still got single-digit losses. Damn. Lakers were near the top, but no, the AD thing. Uh, oh, AD, right, right, right. Yeah. So now the Clippers half pulled a half a game ahead of them. Clippers are two out west. Lakers are three. Okay. Phoenix Suns, number four. Big surprise there. Like I said, Chris Paul been balling out, yeah. Chris Paul been, um, like, putting that there. You got D-Book. You got DeAndre Aiden. Like, they, put, got, they got some talent. You put Chris Paul on a team with young guys, he knows how to rally these young guys. He does. So you put Chris Paul on a team, he's going to get those guys to that next level. So hmm, They might be the back, best backcourt in the league. Chris Paul and D Book. I'm just thinking about that now. It might be the best backcourt name. Or the or the Nets with Kyrie and Harden is like that cup is like I still like um Portland. Portland, I like yeah, Dame Lil Dame Dollar and um CJ. I, Dame McCall, I like uh I like Portland's backcourt. Some of the better backcourts, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously I could say once um Clay comes back then yeah, they're right back. Kind of, uh, he's kinda of out of the conversation because we gotta see how he looks like see yeah. Some significant injuries, so I want to see. I'm hoping that he can be back because, like, I the Splash Brothers, they just they were just actually legit. Miss the Warriors now, and I was one of the big Warrior haters when they were on top. (laughs) (laughs) But when they, especially when they got KD, I really hated that team. (laughs) KD, I didn't really hate it. Was like at the KD, I'm like, oh fuck this team. (laughs) We're kind of concerned on them when they got KD. But um, I actually legit missed the Warriors being like, it's not the same. And the Warriors have, like, rebounded because they started the season off trash, but um, they in the playoff hunt again. Mm-hmm. Number five is San Antonio. You know, they always hanging around. Yeah. It seems like they shouldn't be, like, in the playoffs, but Greg Pop Pop- is always going to find a way. knows how to win. So find a way. They're not trash. They still have Aldridge. They still have DeRozan, but it's just they're not the powerhouse they were. Like, it's not like. Like Tim Duncan, like back in the day. Kawhi, it's not that team. It's, like, Ginobili, it's not that team. Tony Parker, you know, it's not that team. Portland is number six. Shout out to your, um, Damon, Damon, CJ. Mm-hmm. Warriors are at number seven right now. Hmm. They're back in it, yeah. Okay. And um, one of the biggest underachievers this year, just like in the East, <laughs> the Denver Nuggets are eight right now. They like one of the, it's like the heat in the east, like the Nuggets in the um, west are like, they right there. Oh, yeah, with the Joker, yeah. Like they yeah, should no. be more. They were, um, oh, they put, they took the Lakers, how many games was it, six? I think in the Western Conference Finals last year, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think so. They took them, yeah, they almost made the finals and now they struggling at eight right now. Mm. And then my dark horse team isn't even on there, the Mavs. Like, they just Dallas really – nine on the outside peeking in. Like, so that's Come on, Dallas. Y'all was my dark horse. I had so much faith in Dallas. That's my team. I was like, this is awesome. my dark horse. I saw a trade online. Let me see how you feel about um, – because with the Mavericks struggle, they talking about should they trade Kristoff. 
and the Bulls are one of the trade partners I saw in it. I saw um, uh, it would be it would be around um, Wendell Carter and like pieces for like um, Christoph Porzingis. I'm like well, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, to um Levine and Porzingis. Hmm. Um, that's a pretty. I like that one two punch. Yeah. That's pretty. That's interesting. <laughs> I like it. It could be kind of like a, mm-hmm. it could be kind of like a Stockton Malone kind of, you know what I mean, kind of yeah. duo. You know what I mean? It could That's be kind of that. But um, Minnesota is dead last in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven and twenty-seven right now, dead last and shit. So yeah. <laughs> well, I can say another this, another rumor I saw there too. Yeah, with Minnesota being so bad, Carl Anthony Towns. Him and Zach and boys, they played together in Minnesota. They did. I would do that. If if Carl Anthony Towns becomes his ground and he says, like, I want to play in Chicago, Wolves need to do, like, like like I said, um, I would just say, okay, like, other than Zach and Pat Williams, like, who do you want? Like, I would would do whatever to get that. And then what you would call it, uh, and then Chicago doesn't get as cold as Minneapolis, so Mm -hmm. doesn't get as snowy. Yeah, so I don't know if he if he does one out right now, but it's possible. Like if you like on the worst team in the NBA and, and you're in your prime now, like that's not like I'm he's up and coming. He's in his prime now, so like right. I don't want to waste. Like we saw that already happen. We saw another great big waste his prime in Minnesota. The Kevin Durant, he finally got traded to Boston and then won a title. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he wasted his a lot of good years. In good years. A lot of good years he wasted in Minnesota. So, so if um. If Cat wants out, the Bulls need to be all over that. Him and Zach are like homies. They're like best friends. It's like, make it happen, man. That would be sick, man. Levine and Cat back together with a real <laughs> coach this time, man. That would be nice, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, we keep on saying, like, a real coach makes a world of difference because Billy Donovan. are in the playoff hunt now. They are the eighth seed now because. That's how he got them winning. Like, OKC last year, like, I think it was sixth out west. Like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. It shows you that you got, yeah, you coach. And I've seen Donovan, because I watched the game. I watched that Suns game the other day. And, like, when they fell asleep on the like, defense collapse or something, as soon as that defense collapsed and then the uh, Suns got an easy basket, Donovan, <laughs> Donovan, timeout. Donovan called a timeout. Like, look. Like, I mean, real coaches know how to go in and, you know, correct things. But bad coaches. Shout out Jim Boylan. Bad coaches, <laughs> inept coaches. Well, that's just that's just me being um an in, 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 in internet GM right now. Armchair GM, <laughs> on, online GM. That's what I'm gonna call. We might name the episode online GM. Online GM. <laughs> we are now online GMs. <laughs> I would say go all in on Zach Levine right now. Like mm-hmm. he's killing it, averaging 28 points a game. Yeah, an efficient, not like not just gunning up a bunch of bullshit. He's an efficient. Uh, I, 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 uh, you can shoot a hundred times an average. I think, uh, <laughs> I'm doing twenty or fifty-five. It's like that's not <laughs> that's not efficient. You that pass the ball a wheel shit like they did on the Fresh Prince, but that's not efficient uh, basketball. <laughs> if you not. take every you take every shot, of course you go average thirty. It's like, but mm-hmm. he's doing it efficiently though. That means like mm-hmm. less shots. It's like he's like he's average an efficient um, making the correct plays. 
knowing how to get even like knowing like how to well they don't call when the passion went to shoot yeah like that another thing that we said that uh that we get mad at like they wasn't calling fouls for zach we like why ain't zach getting the calls mark's not like he's an all-star he's an all-star mark's not like he's an all-star why ain't he getting no calls He's an all-star. He should definitely be in school. Put some respect on his name. We like, put some respect on Zach Levine. We was mad mad. Because they wasn't calling nothing. For, for years, him. like, I've been seeing, like, out, and there's a lot of idiots, like, on the, um, that watch basketball. <laughs> I've been seeing people that have been wanting to trade this dude for years. Like, see, now it paid, like, ever since he came here, like, when um, the Bulls signed him, um, remember, like, he, um, he became a restricted free agent a couple years back. And then he signed, um, the offer sheet from Sacramento, the Bulls match. You know how many people in my timeline were mad at that shit? I'm like, he's like the only, like, the, I said, this thing would be unwatchable without him. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, and, and then you look at, off and shit, yeah. like you said, nobody is average what Zach is average since Michael Jordan. Yeah, like, he got the highest, like, scoring average since Jordan. And, and, and the highest ball is that's average. No ball is like not Rose, not Butler. Like think of all the balls that came after George. Because Rose came close to twenty five. Rose twenty five. Yeah. Rose probably like twenty four or something like that. But yeah. what's the name? Um, twenty eight right now. Zach Levine is killing. Yeah. And I forgot how much they said. How many? Did they say like some kind of stat that he did? I forgot what the stat is now. But they was like uh, that he had like a bull stat that like he's been doing or something. I forgot what they said with Stacy and Adam said. And I'm like, man, like Zach is out there. He's showing that Zach is he's the, the real deal. He's the real deal. So Zach Levine is the truth. Man. We need to keep Zach, and we need to make that man happy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, Mike. Um, <laughs> it happened, man. Carl Anthony Towns is available. You go all in to get his ass to say. <laughs> like, yeah, he's um probably the top five big in the NBA. I would say definitely he's near the yeah. top. He's um yeah, and he's Zach's homie and shit. That's the most important. Like he's a legit friends and shit too. So make that happen. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Come on, um, Arturis. I can never pronounce this guy. Arturis. Um, kind of Soviet. I think it's that's why everybody calls him AK. Nobody can pronounce his name. Okay. This guy. <laughs> but make it happen. Let's wrap this thing up right now. <laughs> Definitely appreciate your support. Not another damn podcast. Much love to each and every one of you for the support. If you want to support us further, give our Facebook fan page a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. I'm talking about Spotify. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts. I'm talking about TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Also, you can get at us on your Amazon Alexa devices. And if you want to see what we look like, you got to YouTube it. Got to get handsome for this. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. For your 90s and 2K classics, work in progress is OzRadio.net. I don't know what the hell is going on there, but I'm getting it together for y'all. Hey, you can check me out, msima 8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out StraightGully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out Straight Gully productions.com well i'm Ozman the wizard and naima we will talk to you later 
Bye. I'm gone.